I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there in Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, spotty lip, worm headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? This episode of the commercial break. It came back with the most amazing explanation about Frankie B. Then gave me the episodes to go listen to that wow. Frankie B was in, even when Frankie B was not in the show notes or the title. Fucking intense. That's crazy. Intense. I was like, I wonder how Frankie B feels about this. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I don't, Frankie, I know you're listening. So, Frankie, go out there and Google yourself and see if what comes leave up. Leave us a comment. Yeah, leave us a comment. Leave us a review, will you, Frankie? The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is the titular titan of TCB, Tina Bestiotina. Bestie, Brian. That was a mouthful. It was. Hey, well done. <laughs> Tina's sitting in the seat while Chrissy takes some time off to be with Family. She'll be back. Uh, she'll be back in earnest in season number five. Let's put it that way. In in January. So uh, it's been a long slog for her for the last few months, and we hope that uh, best to you, T- best to you, Chrissy. Best to you, hope Chrissy. everything's going well. Hey, speaking of TCB as the titular titan of TCB, I don't even know what titular means, but it's a pretty word. Uh, I was listening to, I don't often listen to Joe Rogan <clears throat> for lots of different reasons. The first one being, I don't have the fucking time to sit through four hours of Joe yeah, Rogan. Yeah, his episodes are very long. Very long. Thank God we didn't choose to do that because I'm sure we would have no listeners. <laughs> I think 45 <laughs> minutes to an hour is perfect. But I was listening to Rogan in the background because the clickbaity title had me going. And it was, uh, AI didn't scare me until he, or AI didn't scare him until he heard this. And here was the premise of the conversation. It was like two guys who were part of an organization that basically are trying to police what's going on in AI. Or it's like a, you know, like one of those think tanks, right? Sure. So they've been watching this for a while, since like 2014. And the one guy who seems like quite the expert on AI explains, and I am paraphrasing here, obviously, because I don't, because don't trust anything you hear on the commercial break <laughs> or Joe Rogan <laughs> for that matter. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, he said that AI has been around for a while and they have been for a long time, for like 10 years, 15 years, they've been trying to teach these computers how to learn on their own, which is artificial intelligence. It asks it to go do a task and then it goes beyond that task to learn how to learn language, essentially, right? And learn what, how he explained AI is. AI is the advent of a computer trying to predict the next character in a word or the next character that's going to be written on the internet or the next character that's going to be written in a comment or the next character that's going to be in a search, sure. right? So basically what it's trying to do is it's trying to figure out the next letter or character it's going, that it's predicting that. Right. What happened was in 2019, I believe, or 2000, yeah, 2019, don't trust anything you hear, by the way, go do your homework. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just paraphrasing what I heard, which is probably already twisted up in my mind, even though I just listened to it 10 hours ago. But here's the, here's the, the gist of it. In 2000 and something recently, in the last three or four years, 
so the people who were working on these programs started to add CPUs. They started to add computers, and they asked it to go out and read everything on the internet, everything that it could get its, whole, get its hands on in the internet. And what they found is, in one of these CPUs, in one of these, like, nodes, they were, and this was like, the scientist or the researcher found this by accident. They weren't even looking for this, but they found that one of the nodes was starting to figure out what the how the person was feeling when they were making comments or how the person was feeling when they had uh, read a book. They started to understand the differences between how French people feel and how Americans feel about this or that. Wow. Or how Spanish, you know, people in Spain might... cultural differences. Cultural differences. It started to, on its own, started to... Anticipate emotion. Yes, anticipate emotion, figure out how people were feeling, understand sentiment. It didn't ask it to do that. No one asked it to do that. Wow. I know. And then the this guy at, at Rogan says, basically, it makes sense. Because when you ask it to predict the next character, let's say that uh, you wanted to know... Oh, there, he's given this example of Amazon. What if you wanted to know what the next product review was going to be the next character in a product review well you'd have to understand the sentiment that people were feeling about that particular right, particular product right. and in under in order to understand that you would have to understand how that particular white male 42 whatever was feeling from spain yeah, yeah, yeah. from spain was feeling the sentiment behind it so that you could really predict that character well so it started to break off on its own ai wow. started to generate its own functions essentially it was making assumptions it was making assumptions but it needed more assumptions it needed more facts for those assumptions that's incredible it's fucking that's, creepy yeah, it's really creepy and but in, also very incredible i and, mean uh, listen I, I think mainly creepy but a little bit incredible it is incredible yeah and now it makes me certainly believe that we are just in a simulation we are essentially a computer game that somebody else is playing out there i cuss out my sim controller all the time you do i do yeah, yeah it's a regular it's, it's a part of my thing. therapy, basically, yeah. <laughs> you go out there and yell at your AI. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so on the back of this, I'm like, listen, AI is not that good. I've checked that chat GPT, and the only thing I ask it to do is basically like, you know, uh, what's the commercial break about, right? And so all I ask it is questions about the commercial break. But I've used it enough to feel like it's not all that good at what it's doing, but I'm also not I doing disagree. chemistry. I'm not doing chemistry, but I've used it for a few things too, and I've been pretty impressed with the uh, with the results. Fair enough. And I, get, and I hear this from a lot of people yeah. who are using it. Like, I got a friend out there who uses it for like show notes and stuff like that. It's incredible in the legal industry, for sure. Well, for, uh, and chemistry it's yep. figured out new ways new ways to use medication for cancer it's figured out yep. you know uh chemical makeups of certain things that it, it's amazing but for the everyday joe i don't know right is it is it really changing our lives maybe not yet but it certainly will if it's thinking on its own so i go to bing which i know owns chat gpt yep and i don't use it ever but i go to bing and i say tell me about the commercial break podcast and basically what it comes up with is our, like our, you know, when you go to a podcast, you see they have that little pitch, like yep. the paragraph or two, right? The, um, basically the, what's the commercial break about? Well, we put that into our hosting program and then it shows up on all of the different podcast players. Right. So ChatGPT just spits that back out at me and I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's not really all that interesting. Like Google can do that too. And then I say, and then it says, ask me another question about the commercial break. And I said, who is Frankie B? What came back 
scared the shit out of me. Tell me more. The commercial, uh, Frankie B is an ongoing character, sometimes played by Brian, the host of the commercial break. Frankie B talks about health, wealth, and relationships. <laughs> he appears in these episodes. He's been made fun of because he makes tuna at 3.45 in the morning. He's been made fun of because he gives bad vacation reviews. Wow. It came back with the most amazing explanation about Frankie B, then gave me the episodes to go listen to that wow. Frankie B was in, even when Frankie B was not in the show notes or the title. Fucking That's intense. crazy. Intense. I was like... I wonder how Frankie B feels about this. I don't know. I don't... I, I, I don't, Frankie, I know you're listening. So, Frankie, go out there and Google yourself and see if what comes up... Leave us up, a comment. Yeah, leave us a comment. Leave us a review, will you, Frankie? You're welcome. Yeah, just subscribe to us on Apple. We would appreciate it. That scared the shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, that's Because I was like, it went and listened to the podcast in like half a second yep. or had already listened it, to the podcast. It did all the digging. It, it did all the digging. a week to do. I just could not wrap my head around what had That's happened. That's pretty intense. So intense that I like jumped out of my seat and I went and grabbed Astrid because I wanted someone to look at this. And, and Holy shit. I know. Holy shit. Look <laughs> at this. I walked into the kitchen and I'm like, Astrid, mind blown. Life-changing information just came to me. And she was like, I, I thought you were going to tell me you were cheating on me or something. <laughs> I'm like, no. Ask it about you next time. Yeah. Ask it about Brian <laughs> <Yeah>. Green. <laughs> I'm too afraid to. <laughs> Brian Green is an asshole. <laughs> He gets marriage demerits on the regular. Yeah, marriage demerits. He spent at least three days in, incarcerated. <laughs> Chat GPT is getting real fucking good. Yeah. Now, but you know, somebody also told me that you, you, it's garbage in, garbage out. So you sure. got to know the right way to prompt it. It's true. <clears throat> but then I watch like some, like this guy that I was talking about, he's got, um, he uses it for the show notes. So he, inputs the information. He told me how he does. He, he inputs the information, basically some bullet points about what they talked about, and then chat GPT spit uh, the transcript and yeah. then spits out what You can what tell it's it to write you professional or comedy or whatever. It's put a terrible. Spin on it. It's terrible. The show notes are terrible. They're uh, terrible. They sound like they were written by a computer. Sometimes they don't even make sense. And well, he, you have to edit it. I mean, come I think on. That's a problem. There's but the a, a more knowledge you have of what you're after going into it, the better the result is. That's for sure. I belong to this Facebook group that I don't know. I, I joined five thousand years like ago. The rest when, of us, yeah. yeah. Do you still use Facebook? I do. You do? I do. Do you have it on your phone? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's yeah. listening to you. It so, is. Uh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I jumped on this, you know, AI group a long time ago and they're always giving you like prompts that you can use for certain situations like the users will figure out how jet chat gpt best responds to prompts and then it uses it it's like a string of query code like i don't understand it i I don't want to go through all that effort just to search for something yeah i don't know but it's not practical i think for the day-to-day use but in the professional industry it's definitely got its 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 perks yeah, I don't know. It's a mediocre comedy podcaster that yeah. AI is ever going to change my life all that much. I had it write some poems for me. I'm like, write me a poem. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's actually pretty good. Really? Yeah. What did it? What did it? It like came out with like a beautiful poem. It came out with a book that I'm like a poem that I'm like I'm going to have Chat GPT illustrate this for me, and then I'm going to throw it on Amazon and see what happens. Really? Yeah, it oh. did a pretty good job. But you're going to say that it was written by Chat GPT, we'll or just put it under yeah. a like a, a pseudonym. I'm going to name my little Bingbot. Yeah, you know what I'm going to have <laughs> written to do. By Bingbot. You know, oh, you Bingbot. <laughs> Author. Bing-bot. Author Bingbot. 
<laughs> I love Bingbot. I'm going to have Bingbot. I think I just figured something out. I'm like figuring this out as we're speaking right now. I'm going to have Bingbot. I'm going to tell it to go make me a picture of the sexiest feet in the world doing various foot things. Yeah. Like, you know, foot things. And then I'm going to input it. Yes. On the feet finder. <laughs> yeah. And Bingbot can have its own foot finder. Yes. And let's see if we we'll can make some Bing money Bot doing into this. an author, an illustrator, and a, and a foot model. Do you think if I say on Feet Finder that it's just like BB? Just, I just yeah, just BB. name yourself Bingbot123. Yeah, Bingbot123, and yeah. then people can figure and it out or not finger it yeah. out. Huh. Or finger it out or not finger it out. I've been fingering it out for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. This is like the most embarrassing story in the world, but I'll tell it anyway. Uh-oh. Well, actually, you know what? Let's. We'll, let, why don't we do this after the break? I'll, t- I'll tell this story. But if I do, if we do... Bingbot, are we like morally obligated to go ahead and tell people whose morals get out of here? That's true. You remember that they had that Bingbot that was like the influencer girl? Yeah. Do you know about this girl? Yeah, there's been a few of them. She's got where... like four million <laughs> followers. Yeah, and she didn't, and and people didn't figure it out for like a year and a well, half. People are using it to like you know take their least favorite politicians and make them say terrible things, and the videos look real. Absolutely real. Yeah, don't dive into Reddit on all that. Do you know what I got into recently? <laughs> That, do you have Apple TV? I do. do you, have you watched For All Mankind? No. That space show? Mm-mm, not I got, yet. I fucking watched <laughs> two episodes, and now I'm goddamn involved. Every and Apple have, TV show has been like that for me. Fuck, man. Fuck <laughs> Apple. Apple is prestige TV. <laughs> even, Netflix. Even when I hate the show, I'm like, I can't, I can't stop now. The Morning Show was so good. Yep, Ted Lasso was, good. was so, so good. good. For All Mankind. Now they have a show called Slow Horses, which is about uh, British... Um, MI5 officers that are like they've been relegated to this like shitty part of MI5 because they did something wrong so they're like the you know the degenerates of the MI5 it is so fucking good so fucking good is it funny or is it funny okay and interesting that's how I feel about obliterated obliterated yeah okay it's It's not on Apple TV but it is like you have to stop believing it's real yeah you have to understand it's just the rejects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. It is one of the best television shows uh, about like spycraft yes. that I have ever seen is I Slow can't Horses. Wait. You right. have to watch this show. There's now three seasons of it. It's quick. There's only six episodes per season. It goes quick. There's no slow, there's no downtime, no sappy romance. There's, I mean, there's romance, but no sappy, like, you know, 15 yeah, minutes. Sex, no romance. Yeah. yeah. But for all mankind, is a show about the space program starting back at the beginning of the space program, but it's alt history. So it changes Ooh. what happened and it, it suggests, or the way that this show goes down, the plot suggests that we actually gave a shit about space after Challenger and we decided to go send all in. Ma- yeah. Now yeah. there's like 300 astronauts and they're always launching shuttles and coming a back. Nice little and- what if. Yeah. What if happened, yeah. right? Including that uh, Senator Ted Kennedy ended up being the president of the United States after Nixon, after Kennedy, the, his, brother his brother was assassinated. It is a fascinating show. It is really well acted. And now I'm fucking involved. I hate when that happens. I but hate I also it. love it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't have any, I finished Obliterated too quickly. And now I'm like, <sighs> what am I going to watch? I'm only on season two. And I'm like, I can't stop watching it. And I don't have time to be involved in another I, show. I know. I prefer just throwing on some Bravo or Vice or, and just letting it exactly. play. Exactly. Why can't I just have my TLC, but Christmas time is bad for TLC because they don't put out many it's, new episodes. I know episodes it's just bad for, for pretty much everything. Yeah, fuck it, fuck you, Apple, We're fuck you for making such good TV. Desert right now. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love it, man. I love from all mankind. If you have time to watch it and you're into the space program, which I'm not really into the space program because there really isn't a space program. Proof so. positive that it's a great show then. It is a great yeah. show. Okay, let's do this. Let's take a break. I'm going to tell a funny story and we're going to talk about uh, Matthew Perry, which I oh, think we have to address okay. this. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, the toxicology report came out. So now it's it's not too soon anymore. <laughs> now we get to talk about it. <laughs> all right. We'll be back after this break. Look, I know you guys are getting really sick of me, but that is too bad. It's my job. Now, go to tcvpodcast.com for all of our audio and video content and get your little booty over to youtube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited video episodes. Want to chat? Leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCV3. Too embarrassed for your voice to be on the show? We understand. Text us instead at 855-TCV-8383. Can't even do that? No worries. Just follow us on TikTok at TCB Podcast and on Instagram at The Commercial Break. And if you can't even be seen doing that, just listen to these sponsors and let's get back to the show. Hey, everybody. Wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Okay, do you want to know what the single biggest challenge for me as a single person was? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking nutritious meals. Do you want to know what the biggest challenge for me as a human with 25 to 60 family members living in my house? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking a nutritious meal. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it's a big stress point around here. And since I don't really know how to cook, that stress often falls on other family members. But this holiday season, we're going to try something different. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help us fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to our door. Because Factor's never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, all you have to do is heat and enjoy. You can choose from over 35 weekly flavor-packed, fresh and never-frozen meals that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences. And guess what? It's all delivered right to your front door. With Factor, we can be assured that we're making sustainable choices. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. Hey, look at that, a company who's trying to do some good. So head to factormeals.com slash commercialbreak50 and use the code commercialbreak50 to get 50% off. That's code commercialbreak50 at factormeals.com slash commercialbreak50 and get 50% off. We also want to thank Factor for being a sponsor of The Commercial Break. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Matthew Perry, sad that he passed away, but the toxicology report came out, the autopsy report came out, and Matthew Perry died because of a large amount of ketamine in his system. Now, <sighs> I think this is becoming a little bit of an issue. Like the ketamine, we the DMT. Yep, yeah, we just yep. talked about this. Like you can't go willy nilly, half cocked, you know, doing your own DMT ketamine therapy. You because, should not. No, you should not. That shit is intense. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've taken DMT in the form of ayahuasca, and it is. You go to a place where there is, 
You are completely disconnected from any reality yeah. for a period of time. And sometimes that lasts for five minutes, like in real human time, not in DMT time. And sometimes that seems like that lasts for hours. Sometimes you, you get worried you're just going to be stuck like that. It's well, terrifying. Yeah. It's a yeah. disassociative. Yeah. So what that means is you completely disconnect from your body. You are in a different reality. It's called. It, it feels like an out-of-body experience, but not the kind you get when you're dreaming. You are certainly, most definitely, awake. Yeah. And so when you disconnect from your body and you can't feel your toes, your fingers, or see anything in this reality, it is a very scary place very to be. Very scary. And your thoughts become weapons. It's and true. That's right. And yeah. those weapons are used against you because everyone is insecure or worried or stressed about the paranoia something. sets in. You, yes. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. And then to be in a hot tub is alone. a real dumb, dumb fucking thing Definitely to do. Definitely never do it alone. Never. How can you take ketamine and go into a hot tub? Isn't that like human being 101? How could you, why would you ever want to do it by yourself? I don't understand. Yeah. You know, uh, we were talking about this. Ketamine became like a club drug at some point. Yeah, well, yep. And there was a story that I read. I don't know what it was in Vice Magazine. How this guy was explaining, you know, I was uh, part of the UK rave scene, you know, documenting the UK rave scene and things changed when ketamine came, right? It became, went from like this ecstasy, super high love fest that everyone is involved in to people like on the floor rolling around having seizures because right. ketamine is a horse tranquilizer, it is. which will put you in a fucking K-hole. <laughs> yes, and the K-hole is real. It's called that. Yeah. And if you've ever <laughs> been in one, then you know. Yeah. You've been in the K-hole? I mean, I have. you have to tell me. It's yeah. a K-hole. Yeah, it is. It's a scary place it's to be. It's a scary place. There's no, there's no fun in it, by the way. I don't know why you would want to... You're right about that. Yeah. Like, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to subject yourself to that in Not a, in public. I mean... No. Coming off a night at a rave? Sure. Okay. But with amongst friends. Amongst friends, who, yes. Someone is relatively sober, so they can Maybe take care of you? at least somebody is there that you can get a different opinion from, or like, are the monsters real? Yes. Am, have I, in fact, died three times in the last 15 <laughs> can minutes? Can you see my body? Because I can't. Yeah. You can get some validations that will keep <clears throat> you from going all the way down. All the way down. Yeah. It's like a bad trip on acid. It can be. Yeah. But on acid, you can certainly go into a hole on acid, too. I have. You can be in a really dark, weird place. You can find the origins of life if you, you take can, enough LSD. But that to me isn't dark. That's fun. I love, I like, I used to like psychedelics. Let me be clear about I that. I love used psychedelics. To. Yeah. Yeah, used, used to. to. Now I know better. Yeah. Now I know that my brain has been filled with too I'm much stress. I'm not going anywhere near today's no. acid. No, Are thank you. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I don't even hear about LSD anymore. Oh, it's out there. Is it? It is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I have a friend who went and looked at Christmas lights on it last year. Oh, really? Yeah, speaking okay. of Christmas. Ask for a few extra hits and we'll do it here at the commercial break. <laughs> that be a fun episode <laughs> i'd be willing Let's to see do how it. that goes that'd be the only reason that i would take lsd but then i have the to show. clear my schedule and my children from the house At, for a, a day or two yeah yeah because well, we're not gonna bounce back like we want no, to no 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 we're gonna feel like our <laughs> have asses a medic on staff yes <laughs> we're gonna feel like our ass is crusty for weeks that's the worst thing about lsd is you felt so crusty afterwards yeah, yeah you felt like there was, get all the strychnine. Yeah, that Ugh. dirt that you just couldn't get off you. Your back hurt. Your butt hurt. Your balls hurt. It was like my balls never hurt. Well, for the record, my balls hurt <laughs> because of you. Probably. I probably punched them a time or two. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we had some weird times. Yeah, I think we did have some weird times. Uh, if, if I remember correctly, but of course I was on acid. So what am I thinking? But when I did. Um, 
ayahuasca, DMT, which is not ketamine, but it is a similar a similar it's disassociative, a right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, DMT is a derivative um, chemical that comes from some things in nature, but now they're making it chemically, and I just don't know why the kids would want to do that recreationally. But okay, so the first time that I did ayahuasca, it was part of a ceremony. I get invited to this yeah, house, legit, legit. Yeah. The, the man, the Shah man, is coming from Colombia, and he's been invited here by researchers and professors. Oh, okay. And you have been invited to take part in the ceremony, is the invitation that I get. How do you say no to that? You I can't. Didn't. Yeah, I said yes. Yeah. And so we're to appear at this guy's house, the guy who was like hosting the shaman, or appeared at his house, everybody that was invited, and we're going to be spoken to by the gentleman who knows the shaman, who has invited him here to Atlanta, and he has done ayahuasca many times. So this guy looks like the hippie Santa Claus, right? Hippie dippy Santa Claus. Yep. And he stands up at some point. There's probably 30 of us at this house. We're in this living room, all spread out, sitting on the floor. And he stands up, and he starts explaining to us what we need to be prepared for. Because at that time, this is probably 22 years ago, at that time, ayahuasca, it's the first time I'd ever heard the word DMT. First time I yeah. ever heard the word ayahuasca. He starts explaining to us that we should prepare for many, many, many. He said it three times. Many, many, many deaths. And I was like, "What the huh. fuck?" I look at my friend who got, I got the invite, fun. and I was like, "What the fuck?" I thought we were gonna, I thought we were gonna party. I we were tripping, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says that DMT is like the angel's eye. It will open you up, and it will find where those weak spots are, and it will kill them and but when they when you kill them you will die you will feel like you're dying you will go through the process you will be reborn again and this is likely to happen many 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 times and i'm like the fuck what are we doing it's like being invited to the best party in the world but the invitation says also could cause death and you're like (laughs) what i'm going to a christmas party also could cause death sign me up i was there yeah there were also paramedics in the room. There were lawyers in the room. Right. There were politicians in the room. There were professors in the room. There were researchers in the room. This was like an esteemed group of people and Brian. So it was, it was like you were quite being the mix. Studied. I think that's essentially what was <laughs> yeah. going on. And he was so spot on about this because there were many, many, many deaths on DMT. It was not the most pleasant of experiences. But I'll tell you what, it changed the way that I looked at the world for sure. However, I was not in a hot tub. I was by yourself. I was in a dark room. Yes. Yeah. It was in a dark room with a yoga mat and a blanket. That's right. <laughs> and a puke bucket. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> a bottle of water, bucket. face mask. Oh my god. It was that was so intense. I remember like I, I you know, it was a tea and you drank it. The shaman came around and he would give you tea, right? And so you drink it. And DMT is one of the, or ayahuasca is one of these things that it can affect different people differently. Yeah. So some people might these, need more, yeah. some people might need less. It is the worst tasting thing in the world. Worse than mushrooms? Way worse than mushrooms. Wow. Way, 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 way worse than mushrooms. It is a nasty, bitter, puke-like kind of, uh, it just tastes disgusting. How much did you have to drink? Three, I think, but I'm not a hundred percent. Like ounces? Sure. Or... Oh, it's like a little teacup. Yeah, it's okay. like a tiny little teacup. You swallow it down, then you purge because everybody purges. Almost everybody purges. I love a drug. It's like you're gonna vomit, but that means it's yes. working. If it, yeah, I know that's the worst, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> if you don't puke, it's not, it's not working. working. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to puke. Can I, I not puking. puke? Yeah, I try to avoid that. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> so this shaman is going around, doesn't uh, speak much English. So there's a translator there, and he's some other person is playing a drum, like you know, like a oh, of a, course, yeah, a spiritual drum or something. It's your vibrations, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So there's like 30 people in this huge circle in this huge room, and then there's like paramedics off to the side, and bump, 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 bump. And so I drink, purge, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm feeling a little loopy. Then around again, most people took another round. Okay, another round again, purge a little bit more after like 15 minutes, but now there's not much in your stomach. And then I was gone. Sailing. G-O-N-E. At first it was like, you could feel it like you were like lifting out of yourself. Yep. And I was like, oh, this is a very pleasant feeling. You feel like a washing over yes. you. Yeah. Until the entire universe swallowed me whole. Yeah. And then I was a little baby crying for my mommy. <laughs> It was make really it scary. I know. Not only make it stop, but then I was an actual little baby crying for my mommy. Oh. It was crazy. And then just like this cycle after cycle of snakes and spiders and monsters. And True life flashbacks, though, or was it like, uh, like your brain just sort of crafting its own stories? It was my brain crafting its own stories with Tidbits. certain moments in there. Yes. Yikes. Big moments. Like, uh, my mom yelling at me when I was a very young child, a memory that I never had before Right when I was a very young child, and then feeling like this connection I had with my mom was being ripped away, like I was being ripped away from my mother. I debate, like, because, you know, the opportunity comes around, and I'm like, I just don't think I could do it. I don't know if I want to go through that. I, I think it's really intense. Yeah, at 25, maybe, 45, maybe not. You know what they say, and, and I, I will share this, is that once you, you have to be in the right head place for sure. Sure, yeah. You cannot be under any but kind of... paramedics in the room, I think, maybe. If paramedics, <laughs> but you forget about that. Like, it goes sure. away. You, you're dying, you're dying, right? right? If you're dying, you're dying, and you're screaming for the paramedics and no one's coming for you, that's like a different story. But you don't even know the paramedics are there because you've lost all consciousness. But after you've done this a couple of times you will start to understand a little bit what's going on. And basically, well, here's what I took away from it. Every molecule, every molecule in this universe is ultimately connected in some way, shape, or form. And we all fit into that molecule. We are all the God particle. Not yeah. that I am a God, but I am part of a God, the whole thing. right? A system, yeah. right? A thing that is ultimately um, scary and loving at the same time. Like death, yeah. you know... The destroyer of the worlds. The light and the dark. Yeah. The light and the dark. However, all of that said, is that that first time when I did it and I come out, I come to, right? The person who's now given this medicine is standing right in front of me. Now I'm eyes wide open. I'm still fucked up, but I'm eyes wide open and I'm coming back to it. It's like you get sucked back into your body real quick. And what I heard in that room going on around me is something that I cannot fucking describe. I've never been able to give it a, like an accurate description. A monkey being murdered with other by other monkeys. People were screaming in a way that I've never heard human beings scream before. It was a like guttural animalistic guttural and animal. I think it was a. I think it was one of the women that was just like screaming in a way that was so intense. That it scared the holy shit out of me. Okay, so now, imagine this is going on around, this is what, where your brain is. Yeah, now you're awake and you're like, holy shit. Yes, now you're like, holy shit, am I really dying? Are peop other people, Are people really dying? dying yeah, did right? I just die? Yes, yeah. then I took some more tea and went right back into it. 
But now imagine all this is, this is where your head is at. And then you're in a fucking hot tub. How do you control yourself? You can't. you can't. No. This is not what you can do. And ketamine is not the exact same experience. It's not that hallucinogenic, but right. it, it's a weird hole that you go down. It sends you into your brain, really. Yes. That's the whole That's the whole point. And you don't want to do that by yourself ever. Definitely not in a hot tub. So now it's being used for therapy. It's yep. being used for pain management. It's being in in the UK. They give people ketamine when they have like traumatic accidents, like you broke your like a major compound fracture in your leg. They'll give you ketamine. Whoa! Because you disassociate from but your body. At least it's not addictive, like the opiates no, and stuff like not. that. So at least it's got that benefit. But I don't know if I'd want to be tripping while my body was recovering from some kind of surgery. You know, that's what they do. I I don't know. I, I saw a sh- I saw an actual documentary about doctors that were doing this in the UK. Wow. And this guy had a compound fracture in his leg like the kind of compound fracture where the bone is sticking out you know what i'm saying and they gave him the dmt and he was i mean not the ketamine ketamine. and he was in a whole nother world he was happy he was like hey hey, what's going on you're definitely not going back to work no (laughs) (laughs) uh but this is being used in all these different ways all these kind of like off-label ways but matthew perry was doing the therapy with ketamine but he didn't die from therapeutic amounts of ketamine. He And he had stopped that therapy three weeks before his death. Whoa. Because the doctor said, I think you've had enough. Like, I think yeah. you've had enough. They also found like opiates and Xanax. And yeah, that's what I thought happened. All this other stuff. So, But he still, three weeks later, had the ketamine in his system? That's... Well, the doctor, the autopsy explained that the half-life of ketamine, which is pretty quick, like within yeah. four hours, it's, it's half-life. It metabolizes, is, yeah. It metabolizes. Yeah. So he said there's no way that he could have died from the ketamine. The levels in his body indicate that he had taken that that day, yeah. that night. He had taken too much of it. And that just makes me so, <sighs> like, freaked out. Like, yeah. that's not a way to die. No, especially alone. It's so sad. I know. Mm-hmm. I guess there's not going to be a friend's reunion, huh? Oh. <laughs> Do you think there's going to be a friend's reunion? The one where Matt dies? Probably not. The last time they did that, I don't think he showed up. He did show up. Did he? A hot fucking mess. And they said he was he, obviously intoxicated. Yeah. If you watch the special, I did. he was, it was obviously just years intoxicated. Years ago, a couple years ago. Yeah, it was like I the beginning of the it. pandemic. Remember, yeah. he was going to save everybody from the pandemic. That yeah. they had this one television show. It was very. Astrid and I thought it was okay, but then it prompted us to go back and watch Friends from the beginning, and we got through two episodes, and we were like, "This just didn't age well." You know, what's it's weird not all about funny. kids. I think it did because my both of my kids have watched it all the way through multiple times. Really? Yeah, they and they like it. it? Mm-hmm. Friends. Yeah, I think it. I don't know. It think I think it makes them um, jealous that they didn't sort of have that sort of upbringing or that friendship opportunity. Yeah. in their twenties because everything's so disconnected with the phones, and yes. then the pandemic sent them home from school, and so I think it was just like I hate to say nostalgic because they're young adults, you know. Yeah. They're not hearkening back to a time when things were different. They're just seeing but it for I the first time. But I think they're just like, wow, this would have been really cool to have a spot to, you know, have yeah. a group of friends and just go meet up and hang out. And yeah, I think it's just... I, I, I don't disagree with them. Yeah. Like, what a weird... what Or what a different time to grow up. Mm-hmm. That the, the most interaction that you get is on a screen. And so much of their interaction is that way. Yeah, I was just talking to Chrissy, I think, and I had read a study that said that one third of your... The one third of the months that you live on the earth is dedicated to sleep. Right. One third of the months on this earth, if you live to 90 years old, one third of your time will be spent in traffic, pooping, um, eating, 
uh, otherwise other activities that have to do with like, you know, just, just being a human being yeah. right? Yeah. in, in the modern society. And then one ninety two percent of the remaining third for anybody over the age of 18 in 2023 will be spent on a digital device. Oh my gosh. That makes me nauseous. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's nuts. Isn't that insane? Yeah, I that don't makes like me that. so sad for our kids, for everybody, yeah. for society. Like we don't, we don't know how to interact with each other anymore. And I think we do. I think I make friends a lot faster than my my son, my daughter. You know, I think. Yeah. I think our generation, or the I don't know anyone over thirty five, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're a little more movie and shaky and we can just like say hi to someone online and make a friendly conversation they don't do that they don't just randomly interact with each other you know esther says that about me all the time she's like you make friends with anybody everywhere i go yeah i come home with a like yeah i've got friends all over the place if i go on vacation i come back with some phone numbers or facebook connections or you know call me next time you're in town yeah Yeah, i mean and and i told her i said i think it has to well first of all we have two different personalities she's a little more reserved than i am and i am not reserved about anything i can talk to anybody for any reason Uh, yeah, you're like me. You just go out in the world and, you know, whoever's in your face, you're going to talk to, right? Yeah, we're going to, we're going to have a good time. There'll be a laugh or two. But I also think it has to do with, you know, even though the age difference isn't like 40 years, it is enough that she grew up in the digital age. And I had internet when she was born. Yeah, That's right. right. (laughs) I had internet when I was 14. That's when the internet came out. 13 or 14. My email was at 21. I got my first email address (laughs) at 21. That's right. Me too. But there were email addresses for a long time. I I was just one of these people who thought that the internet was a fad. (laughs) I did. I worked at, I I mean, yeah, I was working for Home Depot and I had a baby at the time. Like I just didn't need an email. I was at the Chili's. Why did I need an email? Who's going to email me? I didn't have internet at my apartment what's the point yeah Yeah, i I couldn't afford that i had that aol you know (laughs) aol would send me a disc every five minutes (laughs) (laughs) yeah it took too long i didn't have time for that no i told that story about the one time that i got on the first time that i like officially got on the internet of course the first thing i look for is tits and it took literally an hour and 15 minutes to download one page of porn and my then girlfriend at the time who was living with me came home while I was in the middle of downloading it. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know. So I had to turn off the screen and let it download. It yeah. Six hours. <laughs> I know. Seven hours later, I turn it back on and it's like a picture of a boob. And I'm like, oh, this is not interesting at, at least all. least it wasn't like spam. I guess spam wasn't a thing back then. But yeah. You, that would have been a fun way to spam people. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, you waited two hours for this download? Guess yeah, what? Guess it's what? It's not a tit. It's not a tit. It's a hot dick. <laughs> It's two dicks talking to each other. Have you noticed the proliferation of dicks in t- television these days? There's a lot of dick out there. It is crazy. Yeah, we're at peak I dick. I find myself like, where are the tits? They're not there anymore. <clears throat> Huge dicks. They yeah. look like prosthetics. Some of them are. Sometimes I hope they put to on God those. they are. Yeah, because it, they, whenever they show a dick on TV... Not, not I'm whenever. still shot. I'm still shook by I it. I know. Most of the time they show those dicks and it's like, they clearly have to pump themselves up a little bit before that, right? Or they're not real. Yeah. I'm hoping they're just... They're not walking around with seven and a half inches flaccid, are no they? No way. No way. It can't be real. Yeah. No, 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 Not no, that no. many of them anyway. No. No. Uh, on real actors, especially. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise is like two two, right? He's like yeah, two foot two. He is. If he yeah. had his dick out, I'm sure it wouldn't be that seven but and if, a half inch if, anaconda. If they wanted him to show it on camera, he'd be like, "I'm going to need the makeup artist to come and just plump it up a little up, bit, just grow yeah. it down." Well, that's what I'm wondering. You know, you can like when you they've got to be fake because there's no curvature in any of the ones I've seen lately. Well, you can. I mean, to, to explain the minutia of a penis, like you can put blood in there and it kind of hangs down and it's, you know, it's not fully erect, but sure. it's, it's a softy, right? Yeah. But it's, 
it's also not like a little it's waking button. up it's waking up yeah. there you go it's not a little button it's somewhere in between yeah it's not fresh out of the but pool. it's still hanging yeah. down and whenever i see a dick on tv i feel like they've just they're in that constant just, state spack it real quick yeah <laughs> i think they probably that's what i would do for if, sure if someone asked me to go naked on camera yeah i would pump myself up a little bit just a little bit i'd be like hey i don't want a full hard but give me like a half hard let me not look like i just gotta yeah yeah a, let me not have a button penis. Uh, yeah you yeah. know they said how it ed, uh, camera adds 10 pounds i'd like just like it can, 10 it, can it just focus it in this general reach <laughs> that's right i just want it to look like a fat <laughs> hot dog pointing directly down a bratwurst i don't want to seem creepy but i also don't want to seem but that's short. how i feel about these ones showing up on these shows I'm like, where did you, what? Is that how this guy got the role? It's got to be a prosthetic. It's I'm going to do some investigating. Well, you remember that movie? What was that movie? Boogie Nights? I do. Mark Dirk Wahlberg, Diggler. Dirk Diggler had like a <laughs> foot and a half long yeah. dick. And I remember seeing that scene for the first time, which, what a great movie, by the way. Great movie. But I remember seeing that scene for the first time and I was like, holy shit. There's a guy that had the, and then I saw the guy with the world's largest penis, largest recorded penis. And Who is he, this? This is a guy named Jonah something. He has a podcast about like the Yankees or the Mets. He's been on the Stern show. He has the world's largest penis. He's a rather strange human being in general. But I think Attracts. his dick is like 21 and a half inches long or something. Can you Slow imagine? Down. Yeah, no, but nobody, no. Yeah. Nobody Hold can on manage that. You're going to get the facts straight. Hey, Bing. Largest, well, I guess longest, huh? Let's ask Bing. Yeah, what's the... Who has the longest penis in the world? 21 inches. Oh, wait. Okay. So, Roberto Cabrera is a 56-year-old Mexican citizen known as El Centario. (laughs) (laughs) It's a centaur. The man with the largest penis in the world (laughs) is 48 centimeters long. So, that's about 20... Uh, It's about 24 inches? No, I think it's like 21, 20... Uh, 24... What, is, what was it? 48 centimeters? 48 centimeters. 48 centimeters to inches is 19 inches long. 18.9. Holy shit. Okay, wait. There's another guy. Um, Jonah. That's too much. Jonah. Um, longest penis. <laughs> Do you remember that Price is Right game where they were like, that's too much. That's how I feel about that. Like, nope, back it up. <laughs> uh... Jonah Falcon. Jonah Falcon, world's biggest dick. Claiming to have the world's largest penis. Uh, Excuse me. Does the Are we not just discussing girth? This is just length. This is just length. But you know the girth comes with it. He not is, always. Okay, he is 13 and a half inches long, uh, erect, 10 inches long, flaccid. 10 inches, Tina. Flaccid. Flaccid. Ugh. Ten inch. I would So he's definitely not one of those I'm no. a grower, not a shower. He shows He's whole, a shower he shows and a grower. Yeah. yeah. But you know that like I think I read about one of these two guys. I think that it was the, the Mexican gentleman who has like the wor- really the world's largest penis. Guinness book. 18, stuff. 19 inches long. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I read about him that he can't get a full erection because yeah, it'll it take all the blood, blood from his body. His body yeah, yeah, it'll take it out of his head. He'll pass out. Poor guy. What a curse. Poor bastard. Can't you do like a penis reduction? I'm sure there's penis reduction surgery. There's oh, gotta God, be. the thought of it. How, what? No, they can't. No way. I don't know. You just cut in the middle a little bit like a hot dog and, try and then to sew it back it up. Back to, oh, I don't stop. know. After there's my vasectomy. There's too much going on in there. I know. Leave it alone. I agree with you. You got curse. But if you can never have a full erection. Total curse. Yeah, that's a total curse. And 
I wonder, you probably don't ever get laid either. No way. Because there's no chance. How would you ever get laid? Nope. Who wants 19 inches? Nobody. No one can take 19 inches. Nope. That'd be up in your throat. Even if you wanted to, it would be very uncomfortable. Not something I'll ever have to worry not about. Not one of those pain pleasure no, 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 games no. either. <laughs> no. And not something Make I'll ever stop. have to worry about. Please. <laughs> it's coming out of my tits. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's take one more break and then uh, we'll be back. Okay. Okay, Brian, shh, let me give the people what they want. Our social media handles. Follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. If, like all my hinge dates, you are thirsty for more, give us a call and leave us a message at 626-ASK-TCB3. Or send us a text, no sexting please, at 855-TCB-8383. And, of course, go to tcbpodcast.com to see everything there is to see. Now let's hear from our sponsors and then the show must go on. All right, and we're back. Okay, let me tell an embarrassing story. Ready? I am. So I had the vasectomy a couple of weeks ago. I recall. And I think that I have something called post-vasectomy pain syndrome, which apparently is not uncommon, but also not something they share with you before your vasectomy. <laughs> of course right? not. Of course not. You only <laughs> find out about effects. it on Reddit <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> but apparently 15 to 16%, 14 to 16% of men reportedly have this. And it's basically just like an ongoing pain sensation, much like if you got ampu- a leg amputated, you'd have these like phantom pains. Yes. There's a phantom pain in your maza deference or whatever. Okay. So. Foz. Vas deferens, sorry. Vas deferens. <laughs> so in your vas deferens. So I go on Reddit and I'm just trying to figure out, like, am I going to be stuck with this pain forever? Is this normal? Whatever. And they start explaining this. And then in a rather mature Reddit group, which I didn't think that existed, but there is. There these, are a few, yeah. Yeah, these gentlemen are talking and they're talking about, you know, how you can eliminate pain, alleviate pain, all this other stuff. And one of the things that they share is that when you have to go do your homework. Let me explain. When you get a vasectomy, you are cutting the tubes, but there may still be some gentlemen left in the tubes. Some of those semen mm-hmm. might still be on their little cruise ships inside of the tube that has been cut. So in order to make sure that you're perfectly okay to clear the pipes, so to speak, yep. Tina, you have to do homework. And that homework basically consists of EPMs. Whacking off. That's right. Whacking <laughs> off a certain amount of times in a certain period of time. And then you send in a sample yeah, and they check and make sure no swimming. Which, by the way, is totally fucking embarrassing because here's what it, they give you this box yeah. with this cup, and there's instructions <laughs> in the cup, right? <laughs> Tina. And one of the instructions is before you intend to drop off the sample, before you do the action, call your doctor's office to let them know you're going to be doing this because the doctor has Hi, to be I'm present. To, yeah, I'm about, I'm to, about to whack off. Can you please have a doctor available when I bring my jizz cup in? It's so embarrassing. Like, just the thought. I mean, I'm a rather, like, not prudish guy. Yeah. But I don't like the thought of having to call somebody, tell them I whacked off, and is somebody there to take my jizz? I'm about to do it. Yeah. I'm about to. I'm getting there now. <laughs> Let me put you on FaceTime. Can I speak to call you? Call the doctor. Oh, my God. I can't. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> so, one of the one of the strings of this Reddit post says, listen, if you have this pain, yanking your chain is not going to feel pleasantly. So you might want to think about getting a toy that will allow you to have a pleasure sensation without all of the yanking. Such as? 
a pocket pussy. Okay. Okay. I'm just like making a, sure. Like Flesh a vibrating, yeah. yeah, flashlight, but one of the electronic ones that like does the work, s- the work where you can just like stick it in, leave it there and do this thing. Right. So I have to tell my wife about this because I don't want to be the guy who's ordering pocket pussies to the <laughs> house and the kids are opening up. Ryan, what is this? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> I Brian. It's a flashlight. I Brian, can I borrow that? Just leave it in the shower. Yes, I'm just gonna I'm gonna put one in every shower. That's how open we are here at the family. They have a flashlight that sticks to the wall in the shower and then you can fuck it. Unfortunately, I've seen it. These poor bastards. Hey, listen, however you get off, it's cool with me. But so I go on to this website. I won't mention the website, but you probably can figure it out. There's mm-hmm. a huge website that sells the best sex one. stories. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so uh, I go on there and I'm basically just looking for reviews. Reading reviews. Yeah, I'm yeah reading you reviews. have to read reviews. Exactly, right? You don't want to be the guy who, who gets the flashlight that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> or gets your dick or stuck the in there. Yeah. yeah. So I'm reading the reviews about these electronic flashlights, uh, essentially pocket pussies. And I pick the one that's got the best reviews, right? Sure. Uh, this one does the trick. No action needed. Does it all for you. I want 5,000 five-star reviews. Yes, yeah. exactly. I at least want one one-star review from a really creepy guy that says, <laughs> I've fucked everything else out there. This is the best pocket pussy ever. I'm a pocket pussy master. That's right. Uh, so I just order that one. Then they say, oh, you free, uh, uh, happy holidays, free gift. Oh, yeah. There's pick, probably like eight or ten. That sh- oh, you got to pick one. Nice. They had like four different options and you could pick one. But it was dildos. So I'm like, well, I'm not interested in the dildo, but I'll get one for my beautiful wife. If she sure. wants to play with it, she can play with it, right? And so, um, so I pick one. And t- Tina, I literally have never owned a sex toy in my life. Not a man's sex toy. I've right. never owned one in my life. Uh, all Me of the- either. Shocking. <laughs> You've never owned an actual sex toy? Men- men's. Oh, men's sex yeah. toys. There you go. Now, all of the women that I've dated have owned multiple sex toys. And I know why that is. Because, you know, when you're dating Brian, you got to get a sex toy. <laughs> so, I, so I order this, you know, whatever, normal shipping. And then a couple of days ago, we're getting all these boxes that are coming in the door, like for Christmas, you yep. know, all these boxes. We've got to hide them from the kids because, you know, we don't, you know, you know, the whole drill. I, I don't do. even want to say it all that in case you're listening with kids in your car, in which case you're a terrible parent. Um, and so then I get this notification. Oh, your special package has arrived. It comes in a very your discreet. Non- package. Yeah, your discreet package has <laughs> arrived. On the and they text too. you, email you <laughs> <Yeah>. and call you. <laughs> Uh, from pocketpussy.com. It says Brian's a pervert, right? Yeah, on the it says pocketpussy.com. <laughs> <laughs> Some girl bent over. Pervert lives here. Getting mail in the ass. <laughs> uh, no, it actually comes in a completely nondescript, it nondescript box. It just yeah. says Brian, my address, and that's it. So I get it. I throw it uh, in my closet so the kids, you know, so I'm not opening yeah, it on the kids. What's this? Yeah, kids go to sleep. And then I open the box. Let me explain to you what I got. What I thought I was getting was a a flashlight, like the size of like the like yeah. a, a megaphone, right? right? Like this, like you know, something you could hold it's in your hand. Silicone, yeah. Tina, what I got <laughs> was a small Volkswagen with a big <laughs> hole in the back of it. <laughs> That's what you I thought. You were Dirk Diggler. I thought I was Dirk Diggler. What I got was insane. It was the uh, a contraption. You have to charge. You have Wait, to what? charge it. I'm what like, do you mean, Tina? It is this. It is this huge. It's like this big. It looks like a 
like a pill capsule that's almost two feet long, almost a foot and a half long. And then it's got the flesh, it's got the vagina yeah. right there, right? Which you can take out the vagina to clean it. It's, okay, fair okay. enough. And then it's got this little, I don't know how to describe it. Imagine, okay, there, there's a, a big clown show pill that yeah. has a bunch of buttons on it. And then there's this little tongue that sticks out of the bottom of it so it can cup your nuts. Oh. And then you screw the vagina. Yeah. And then I guess you jizz in it and then you clean it out, right? That's what I'm assuming happens. What do you have to charge it for? Because it's got sucking and vibrating. Oh, that was the whole point. The whole uh, point you want is the whole extra... I can't yank because yeah, yanking hurts. hurts. So rather than use my so hand. you just set it in there. Set it in there and then Push it the vibrates. Buttons. Yeah, or twists around or sucks oh, or whatever this thing. You have a sex bot. I have a sex bot. <laughs> A sex pill bot. <laughs> you have an Android. This, this is, is not the droids you're looking this for. Is not, these are not the droids you're looking for. Oh, yes, they are. <laughs> Bend over there, C3PO. Yes. Yeah, C3DO. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give it to me. <laughs> I am... That's news for me. You didn't know these things existed? I did not. Okay. I didn't either until one arrived at my front door. I thought I was getting this small little contraption yeah. that was going to make like a... That you, you can know, stick in the shower like we were just talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like that kind of thing, yes. right? And yeah. then I would, you know, somehow figure out how They've to get They've come a long way, I've heard. They have whole... They, they put these things inside of human life-sized dolls. Uh, dolls. Yeah. Now that vibrate, that vibrate, and, vibrate and see that weirds me and out. Fuck yeah! They, I don't have battery toys. None, no batteries. I don't. You don't do batteries. I don't do any okay. batteries. So it's all news to me. But my friends are saying that they have devices Pocket now pussies. that do the, yeah. no, 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 D- dildos that do the sucking. Oh, really? That have a sucking action on them now, so they could suck your clit. Yeah. Oh, very interesting. I know. I'm like, wow. Okay. They, well, listen, I I love it. I think it's vibrates, great. twists, turns, yeah. sucks. I'm like, nah. Of- ah! Listen, there are a lot more female sex toys than there are male sex toys, but the male sex toys have come a long way because when I was a kid, there was no male sex toy. You well, straight male. male. There are plenty straight of... Straight male. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, got gotcha. There were no straight male sex toys, at least that I knew of when I was a kid. And yeah. I've been to all the shops like nine and a half weeks. There were like pocket pussies in the back. Yes, And you had back. to like be very shamefully asking, yes. I'm not to, getting laid, please yeah, take me to the flashlight section. <laughs> <laughs> you had to know what you were looking for, and then you had to give your ID so they could do a, a that's, credit. That's right, a credit and a criminal. Did check. I ever tell you I got kicked out of a nine and a half weeks? What nine and a half weeks? By the way, is a store here in Atlanta. Used to be. It's Used not around be. anymore. They had, like, they had like five or six locations. It was a sex shop. I'm, and ni- a head shop. I'm 19 years old. I've got my infant daughter. She's like six weeks old. Oh no way! Strapped to my chest, and I'm going in there. And they were like, "Ma'am, you cannot bring the she's child." She's under in 18. <laughs> She's six months old. Six weeks. Six I weeks. I mean, she was just a tiny. She still fit in the little papushka, you know. They kicked me out. They kicked me out. You were getting after it. I was trying. Okay. <laughs> I just leave the kid in the car. I, I was. It was. It was real close. <laughs> hey, hey, sir. Do you mind? Uh, yeah. Can you do me just a favor? Give me a second. Pick out a purple one and bring it to no, me. No, Here's just my wait credit here card. with the baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, just looking for the pocket pussy <laughs> section. I guess I'll hold your baby. <laughs> Some like uh, creepoid outside, just yeah. like ah, I'll take your baby. Can you please hurry? There's a weirdo watching my no child. shit. Well, yeah, kicked out. I can understand. Yeah, out I of get control. It. What's rules this? are rules. Yeah, uh, she's under eighteen. She's not shopping, yeah, sir. She, Do you not, understand? She doesn't even see in color yet. Right. I mean, for God's sakes. 
So I got this thing and I go into Astrid and I'm like, Astrid, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with this pocket pussy because, I, you know, it's just crazy. What do I do? So then she looks at it and she's like, this thing is crazy. And I'm like, I know. And she's like, do you really want to use it? But you're just saying you don't want to use it so that you can. And she's like, you can give it a try. And I'm like, I know I can give it a try. I'm yeah, not embarrassed. I, I told you it. I was yeah. buying it. But I just don't want to have a small car on my dick. That's not what I'm interested <laughs> in doing. I don't want to try to fuck yeah, a Volkswagen I don't want to fuck the tailpipe of a Fiat. You I don't know have what I'm that fetish. That's not my yeah, thing. No, 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 no. That's not for me at all. I'm not interested. It was, uh, you know, I just. So? I, I've not, I've not anything oh, with it. You're still, you're so no, scared no, no, of no, no, it. No, 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 It's not that I'm scared of it. I'm just not interested in it. Yeah. Like I have to be in the mood and I don't want the mood to be I'm fucking then, a pill bottle. And then try to figure the robot out. I turned it on. I press the buttons to see what it does, but you don't really know until you get inside of it. Sure. But I can hear it go. (laughs) 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 Which is a sound I hate anyway. I know, dude. I do too. I mean, I I like the sound when it's coming from a human being and there's action going on, but not from some machine going. (laughs) (laughs) Or I feel like it might cause an injury. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want an injury. That's what I'm more concerned about. Yeah. I'm wondering how I get inside this thing without, hurting myself yeah actually and then they give you like a bottle of lube a bottle of cleaning solution how do you maintain an erection dealing with all of that equipment i don't think you can yeah i mean i'm listen i'm sure that there's plenty of men who like this and because they wouldn't be selling them they wouldn't have five thousand five star reviews if people didn't like like medical purposes not because you're yeah seeking some sort of now, satisfaction yeah not because i necessarily want it or need it but right. because i think it's going to help me do my Provide homework, your homework yes <laughs> without additional pain <laughs> because what i'm really concerned about is maintaining an erection through all the pain right yeah. that's what i'm really concerned about so i don't know if i try it i'll let you know of course yeah. i will but i'm telling you right now i just don't think this is the one for me yeah we're gonna have to break up Did i'm you- sorry pocket <laughs> pussy 3000 <laughs> sorry Android. what if it starts talking back to me <laughs> Oh, God. You better fuck me. The minute they start putting fucking AI in those things, I'm out. And they're starting to with the dolls. I know. They have them with the dolls. I know. It's That's... Here's the most disturbing trend in men's sex toys that I can tell you. Those dolls. Those dolls. (laughs) But then the fleshlights and the pocket pussies, like mainly the fleshlight. Yeah. Now they have a different mold for different porn stars. Oh. So you can have your favorite porn star's pussy that you're fucking. And that to me feels a little bit I mean, I understand like these girls are probably Make making money. great money. How do they take those fucking molds? That's weird. They put a like huh? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the mechanics aren't lining up for me. Yeah, but, yeah, I guess you'd have to stick like the gel inside. But then it's not going to take a shape. I don't know. And to be honest with you, do you really know? I mean, can't no, you, you wouldn't yeah, know. Would you know? They're just like, make that one a little smaller. Yeah. Make that one a little Give bigger. This one bigger. Make lips. that one shorter. Yeah. Make this one longer. That's yeah. right. Long clit, small yeah, clit, big right. lips. T- inside, outside. Small lips. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> On the inside, it's all the same. You know what I'm saying? They have to be. But I'm thinking that the one of the reasons why you would want a fleshlight of your favorite porn star, this is where my head goes, is so that you can, like, you know, fuck along with it. While you're watching. Yeah, and I get this like creepy vision of like men in their basements. See if like, I found out linking out the, the fleshlight. Doing, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean that makes it gives me stalker vibes. Yeah. yeah it's kind of weird. But hey, is. listen, whatever anybody's into, I they're guess. hurting anybody. Sure. You know? So if anybody has a good pocket pussy recommendation, let me yeah. know. This episode brought to you by Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. That's that, why Mickey doesn't talk. That's right. <laughs> 
<laughs> and now, Bing's got some more information to work with. Hallelujah. Yeah. Does Brian use a pocket pussy? It's going to show up. Oh, I, you know. I'm going to go ask my Bing bot. Oh, yeah. Ask your Bing bot about Brian's pocket pussy when this episode no, airs. No, just tell me about Brian Green. <laughs> Brian uses a pocket pussy. Brian uses a Volkswagen. Here's the sound it makes. <laughs> now taking recommendations at tcbpodcast.com. Hit the contact us button. Drop down menu. I have a pocket pussy. <laughs> send email. Yeah, send email. Send pictures, please. Uh, no, don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. My wife no will random, freak out. No random yeah. pics. The no. second a dick pic comes through tcbpodcast.com, Aster's going to cut the show Leave at the me out knees. of this one. Yeah. <laughs> tcbpodcast.com is where you go. You find out more information about the show. All the audio, all the video right there from one location. You can also get your free piggy fronting sticker. They will come in January. I shot my load early. No pun intended. Pun intended. Well played. Thank you. I actually told everybody that they were available and they were still at the printers. So I'm sorry. I jumped the gun. I didn't realize they weren't here yet. <clears throat> but you'll get them. So if you have put in a request, you will get one. Don't worry. We've got a nice little system going on here. It's like I scream at Astrid. Send a sticker to 345 Smith Street. <laughs> And she replies, I'm not talking to you. you got a pocket <laughs> pussy in your closet. This thing is scaring this me. This thing is scaring me. It's chasing me around the hallway. I thought you weren't going to charge it. Yeah. <laughs> it comes kind of pre-charged. Anyway, hit the, go to the website, hit the contact us button, drop down menu. I want my free sticker. Give us your address. We'll send you one. I promise they're coming. Uh, 626-ASK-TCB, the number 31626-ASK-TCB, and the number 3. Toll-free anywhere in the world, you can send us your uh, questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas. Ask Brian's mom, ask TCB. We're taking them all. Come on, bring them. You can also leave a voicemail if you want your voice on the show. If you don't, don't leave a voicemail. There's a piece of advice. YouTube.com slash the commercial break at the commercial break on Instagram, TCB podcast on TikTok, and we hope you have a wonderful new year to everybody out there. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for being the best part of the show, quite frankly. Okay, Tina, I love you. I love you. Best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Tina, Tina and I always say, we do say and we must say. Goodbye. Goodbye.